everyone. Welcome to No Smut Shaming. I'm Crystal. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to discuss all your favorite romance reads. And all of the dirty details. This week we'll be talking about Tessa Bailey's book, Tools of Engagement. But first, we're going to kick it off with a question of the pod. <laughs> and this kind of goes with our book this week. Mm-hmm. What's your worst home improvement project? So when we lived in our first home, it was a one-bathroom house, two-bedroom And while I was pregnant, we made the great decision of gutting the bathroom. So for weeks, I had to go potty up at Walgreens. They knew me by name. They were like, hey, Crystal. I'm like, I'm going to go potty. And then we took showers at our friend's house. And that was for weeks. And did I mention I was pregnant? Oh, my gosh. I was pregnant. Oh, my gosh. So that was fun. How was yours? So a couple months ago, I got this idea to make this photo ledge shelf Mm -hmm. for our living room. And I got the wood and I spent a few days like staining it and using wood glue and nailing it. And I mean, I was very proud of it. But then when we went to hang it up on the wall, Mm -hmm. the wood was bowed. (laughs) And so it took us forever to get it on the wall. And then when it was up there, the front started to like peel off on the corner. (laughs) And so we're like, oh, we'll just like take it down. Uh I'll re-glue it and we'll put it back up. Right. But then we couldn't get it off the wall. Ben was pretty We upset, had to right? like caveman style rip it off the wall. Ugh. And by that point it was just like Yeah. So what did you end up doing? I bought one. <laughs> <laughs> it took me weeks of this just cautionary tale folks. I just bought it. <laughs> just at go the buy end one. Of the day. Exactly. That's my advice. <laughs> So today we're talking about Tools of Engagement by Tessa Bailey. Mm-hmm. It has a 3.97 on Goodreads. And this is the third book in the Hot and Hammered series. <laughs> and I've read all three now. And love, they were all so good. Love that series. You name. love the Hot and Hammered. <laughs> they're all so good. And they're all so different. Do you think they should read them in order, though? Yes. I recommend reading them in order. Okay. They are standalone, Mm -hmm. but I think the character development over the three makes a difference. Okay. So a quick little book summary is Bethany Castle is used to being perfect. Well, she's used to showing the world she's perfect. But there's a new guy in town, Wes Daniels, and he sees right through her. What starts off as playful banter over time turns into something more. We're about to go through all the highs and lows of Bethany and Wes's story as they navigate construction, temptation, and love. Let's get into it. So we start out with Wes being woken up with his five-year-old niece just staring at him while he sleeps. Mm -hmm. And while this would typically freak him out, it doesn't because this is now kind of the regular routine lately. Right. And since he knows she can't go back to sleep, he gets up with her and they go and watch infomercials together. Because that's the only thing on that early. Yeah, super early. Mm -hmm. So they kind of snuggle up on the couch together and then he just kind of thinks about how much his life has changed. Mm -hmm. About a month ago, he got a call from his half-sister saying that she needs a break from responsibilities. Her and her husband split up, and they both just left. So he had to fly from Texas to New York to take care of his five-year-old niece, Laura. And while he's new at this whole parenting thing, you can tell that he really cares about Laura, and he wants her to be happy and feel loved. Mm -hmm. On the other side, we now have Bethany, Mm -hmm. and she is busy getting ready for her girl group meeting. They formed the Just Us League, Mm -hmm. and this group was established to help other women reach their goals and potential. And to encourage each other, a lot of uh, female empowerment sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah. and this group was established actually in the first book in this series. And they just meet weekly and they talk about what's going on in their lives. And yeah, they encourage each other. But she's getting ready because she is always the hostess. But she's having a really hard time picking out her outfit. Mm -hmm. And she seems to be really, really hard on herself. 
Yeah. <laughs> Like really hard, really, really hard. Like I would not want to be in Bethany's brain. And so we we do learn that Bethany is a stager for the family business. So mm-hmm. her brother flips houses, and then she'll come in after to stage them and make them all beautiful. Is this like your dream job? Yes, <laughs> I think it is. I think it's your dream job. But she does seem like a perfectionist in all aspects of her life. The women now start to arrive for the meeting, and she's just watching all of her moves and her actions very carefully. So she comes off as like effortless and like she has it all together. Right. But she's so in her head about it. Right. I mean, she's watching everything they say, how they like the food. Like it's just it's too much. It's a lot going on up there. Now, I did want to point this out is that the group before they kick the meeting off, they sing a song. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they made it up on a previous meeting after probably one too many drinks. Mm -hmm. But it goes to the tune of Jingle Bells. I'm not going to sing it. I'm not the greatest. Are you tone singer. deaf? I'm a. I'm straight up tone deaf. I can't sing. Well, that's not true. I think that's not true. Oh wow! <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I always joke that I'm like a fabulous singer. Mm-hmm. Do you really feel that way? Absolutely not. Okay. I will say though, in fifth grade, I got a solo in choir. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they go around the room and oh, lady balls, <laughs> lady balls. <laughs> We're not on short supply. If a challenge seems too tough, just poke it in. (laughs) I just love a good song about lady balls. (laughs) So their meeting is, they go around the room and talk about their recent struggles and accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And somebody asks Bethany if she received the permits to start her own flip house. She kind of stumbles a little bit. Because in all these meetings, I feel like she tries to like deflect, you know, like she wants everyone to talk about them, but she doesn't want them to ask her any questions. Yeah. And we learn in a previous book that she was getting a little bit restless just being the stager. Mm -hmm. She wanted her own house to flip and she wanted to do the whole thing top to bottom by herself. Right. And so I think she had brought that up in a previous meeting and now they're kind of asking her how it's going. And she had got those permits weeks ago. I know. And she's been sitting on them. Mm -hmm. And then someone brings up that her brother is starting a new flip across the street from her on Monday. And this makes her nervous, mostly for one reason. That's because she knows Wes will be there across the street from her Mm -hmm. at all times. And her and Wes met in a previous book. And Mm -hmm. they have this like this banter that's kind of jokey mean. They're kind of mean to each other. (laughs) She's super mean. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty mean, but... He thinks that's like him flirting. It's it's foreplay for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't feel that way. Maybe she does. She's got to. I know. (laughs) So now we're at Monday morning and Bethany is trying to get the courage to look through those papers for the permits. Mm -hmm. But she's just so scared and in her head about it of messing it up and having people think that she's not perfect. Mm -hmm. But then she's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And so she storms across the street. Wes, of course, is like eyes on her at all times. Mm -hmm. She walks in the door to find her brother brother she tells her brother Stephen like I've got the permits I'm starting my own flip and I can't do your staging for you anymore and it sounded like he really didn't believe her the first time she might have mentioned it yeah he definitely he was just like okay he brushes her <laughs> off for sure and Stephen like kind of acts like a child and he's like I'm gonna tell dad right she's like are you 12 <laughs> and he also calls her out because apparently he has connections through the I know the permit office so he knows that she's had those permits for a while yeah and so Wes is watching their whole exchange mm-hmm. and And he's used to seeing Bethany 
with total confidence. But he can kind of tell her confidence is slippy when she's talking to her brother. And he starts to wonder if maybe she put off the flip because she was nervous. And then Wes does something really big. (laughs) He like takes his like manly gloves off and he's like, I'll work with you. Well, because I thought Stephen mentioned like, how are you going to find anybody right now on such short notice to help you flip this house? Yeah. And he's like, I'll do it. Right. He pulled out, what was it, a Jerry Maguire? Yeah. yeah. And Stephen is like, what the hell, man? Like, yeah. you're part of my crew. And you're just going to leave me He's for her? Like, I'll go with you. Yeah. And he's like, yep, see ya. <laughs> Wes and Bethany agree on the side to just have one planning meeting mm-hmm. and just to see if this partnership will work. Because again, she's are, really reluctant about it. She's just like, I can't work with this guy. We're way too mean to each other. Yeah. Wes and Bethany show up to the house she's planning to flip and they're outside going over some ground rules. Mm-hmm. They both agree that sex is off the table mm-hmm. if they want this to be a good partnership even though they both clearly want it Mm -hmm. there's some sexual tension for sure oh god the way i mean the way they described him i'm like okay it's it's pretty hot yeah yeah (laughs) they decide to go inside the house together for the first time Mm -hmm. and it's just basically a cave there's like no windows it's just gross i mean Mm -hmm. the house is just trashed and she walks in and again this is her first time doing this she's already nervous and she walks in and she's just overwhelmed right But after she takes some time to collect her thoughts, she comes up with a plan of how she wants it to look. They start to venture out and towards the back of the house. And on the way out, a rat runs out and Mm -hmm. she just climbs west like a tree. (laughs) She like jumps in his arms. Right. And he likes it. And he's like, oh my. Yeah, he's like, "Mm." (laughs) Yeah, because her legs are like wrapped around his waist. Yeah, he's like, this is what I want to do all the time. And of course, immediately, he's hard as a rock. Oh yeah. (laughs) Just a giant... But he, like, carries her out of the house, Mm -hmm. legs around his waist. She keeps trying to talk to him while, like, she's in his arms. Like, well, we could do this kind of tile. And he's like, I can't focus right now. (laughs) He's like, I cannot listen to anything you're saying when you're pressed up against me like this. And this kind of jolts her out of this, like, kind of a sexy daydream she was having as she's mounted him. But we fast forward a little bit. Now it's the, it's a party for her sister Georgie's wedding. And Georgie was, her book was the first book in the series. Mm -hmm. And Bethany put it all together, hostess with the mostest. Even Wes, when he walks in, can appreciate all that went into this party. And when he walks in, besides immediately wanting to like tear Bethany's clothes off, mm-hmm. he notices that his name card in the play settings is like pretty far from Bethany's. Right. And so when she's not looking, he flips two of them. So he's sitting right next to her. <laughs> And then all night, Wes basically watches Bethany like she's his favorite TV show. He's just like staring at her. She's like the the only one at the party. Yeah. Yeah. And she can definitely feel his presence around her and feel him watching her all night. But she keeps telling herself that, you know, she's not interested in him, partly for their age difference. We do learn that he's seven years younger than she is. So he's 23 and she's 30. Yeah. And 23 is pretty young. Yeah. It's very young. I say seven years is a lot, but Mm -hmm. it's not that much, I guess. I mean, my husband and I, eight years. So I think I was like 24. Really? Mm -hmm. But it's different when it's a girl being younger. (laughs) Is that a double standard, though? A thousand percent, yeah. But I like like Demi and Ashton. I was a fan of that. She was older. And that didn't last, did it? (laughs) (laughs) Not the best example. I mean, he was like hosting punk. So I'm like, come on. (laughs) His maturity level can't be good. (laughs) 
But she's telling herself she's not interested. Mm -hmm. Age difference number one. And two, she's recently just written off men. But I think she just has bad taste in men. Right. I think she picks those guys that also look so put together. Yeah. You know, basically the male version of herself. And And you can't have two people just in their heads all the time. So the next day is the wedding day for Sister Georgie. Mm -hmm. And Bethany is the maid of honor. During the ceremony, she can't help but look around for Wes. And she doesn't see him at first because he's ducked down getting goldfish out for his cute little niece. That was so sweet. And she said something that was really funny. She was like, honestly, where does he get off serving James Bond meets Daddy the Year vibes? Like, she's just like, oh, he's so hot. (laughs) During the reception, her brother Stephen introduces Bethany to Travis, the groom's agent. He's the male lead from book one. And so he introduces her to his agent and his girlfriend. And his girlfriend, Justine, is a TV producer. What? And after watching Bethany and Stephen interact, she thinks this would make a really good TV show. She's like, brother and sister flipping holes in the same town. And Who's she's better? Yeah. Yeah. And she's One like, they'll call it Flip Off. And I was like, personally, I think I would watch this show. I'm like an HGTV. You a thousand percent would watch this show. I'm all in on the show. <laughs> And so Justine says, like, if I can move quickly, I can have camera crews at your sites on Wednesday. And Stephen has had a few beers and he's like pretty cocky at this point. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, let's do it. Right. And again, this is Bethany's first flip. And so internally, she's freaking out. But she's, again, trying to play it cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're on. But then around the corner, she's like, what have I done? <laughs> right. And Wes overhears all this and he's just like, no, 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 no. This is a bad idea. Yeah. So after it all goes down, Wes is prepared to find Bethany and he's upset about this. Right. He's like, we are in no way ready for this. This is our very first flip. Did you see the house we were in? The right. crew that I found is just two old guys at the <laughs> hardware store. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is all around a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. But when he turns the corner to find her, he sees her like doubled over and basically wheezing. Right. Hyperventilating. And having a panic moment. Mm-hmm. And so he rushes over to her, but she straightens up, not wanting him or anyone else to see her in a less than perfect way. But he stops her because he can tell, obviously, she is not herself. But he stops her and says that he'd like to dance with her. He can tell she's relieved for not having to rush back out into all the people. Mm-hmm. And she just easily takes his hand and they're kind of swaying together in the hallway, just the two of them. And he pulls her close <laughs> and he knows she can feel his giant penis through his pants. <laughs> And she confesses to him as they're dancing. She's like, everything in life stresses me out. Mm -hmm. And he's like, even sex. And she's like, even sex. Like, she's always in her head. Does my ass look good? Am I doing everything right? That just sounds awful. I know. And he was like, if it were with me, you wouldn't be able to think about those (laughs) things. Think about stress. And she's like, too bad. Sex is off the table. And And he's he's like, like, kicking himself because he's the one who mentioned it. He's like, everyone knows weddings don't count. I'm like, who? I was like, who who wrote these rules? (laughs) And Wes, here's a little commotion going on in the reception room. Right. But he's like, locked into Bethany. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Wes, I need you. And he's like, finally, let's do it. Right. And she's like, what? Wait, what does he say? Do you remember what he says? Oh, I wrote it down. Something about like. Let me read it to you. Because it (laughs) sounds like something a 23 year old would say. (laughs) He was like, you want it hard and quick, baby? (laughs) Is that what you need? And she's like, no. She's like, hard and quick. No, like, I need your help with something. Like, you would want your first interaction with this woman to be hard and quick at a wedding, like, Like, on the balcony. Or, like, in, like, a supply closet. Right. Like, come on. Tighten up, Wes. Like... He can't think. You're dealing with his, a mature 30-year-old woman. All of his blood is in his giant dog. <laughs> he cannot think. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're Sorry, right. Sorry. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> but she's like, no, I need your help because... And he's like, my bad. Yeah. 
she has her brother's wife is a mm-hmm. lunatic. I'm just gonna say it right now. Right. Kristen is crazy. Aw. Same mm. name. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but she's a psycho. Yeah. She embraces it. Mm-hmm. We it's all common knowledge. She's like, I think she's going to announce her pregnancy. Who does that? Psycho people. <laughs> Sorry it's your wedding, but hey, everyone. Having a baby. Got a bun in the oven. Like, not the time, Kristen. (laughs) Oh, I've said that many a time. Hey. I'm kidding. (laughs) So Wes creates a diversion, and they get sister-in-law Kristen, crazy Kristen, away from the mic. And everyone's happy. But it's now Wednesday, Mm -hmm. which means filming day. Oh, no. And Bethany pulls up to the flip house, kind of lost in her thoughts about Wes, because whenever they were in that back room, he was like grabbing some booty. So she's been like thinking about it for days. Mm -hmm. But she gets out of her car and sees a James Marsden lookalike. Side note, he's beautiful. All about this. Are you a fan? And James Marsden. From Oklahoma. Hey. Hey, we got one hottie. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is a hottie. He is beautiful. Okay? Mm-hmm. And she sees this guy, and he is the host of the show. Oh, the worst name. His name is Slade. Slade Hogan. Slade Hogan. Just he also tells <laughs> <laughs> He tells her, he's like, oh, so you're going to flip this house in two and a half weeks? And mm-hmm. she was like, what? He was like, yeah, my contract says you have two and a half weeks. She had no idea. That's right. An insane timeline. There's no way. You could never flip a house. I mean, I'm not a professional, but like, I can't do a shelf in two well, and a half yeah, weeks. Well, yeah, they called it Doomsday yeah. House. There's no way they can flip that in two and a half weeks. Just kidding. They can. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also definitely hitting on her. And it's just not working. But he's just like a classic douche, right? He's like, you probably recognize me from insane Porsche <laughs> porches. And she's like, uh-huh, yeah. But it's about this time where Wes pulls up. But this is also the kind of guy she typically would date in her past. Yeah, the pretty boy. Mm-hmm. And Seems like he has it together, very charismatic. But it's not doing anything for her in her no. panties. She wants that bull rider. Yeah, she does. <laughs> About this time, Wes pulls up and gets out of the car. Unlike her reaction to Mr. Smoothie Host, her bod immediately reacts to Wes being near her. I just always love this part where they're just like, oh, I had to clench my thighs together. I'm like, what's happening? It's like that fast I'm pretty you. sure you could just stand there and no one would know. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, how do I hide it? I'm like, no one's looking at no you. No one's looking at you clenching your thighs. <laughs> but Wes gets out of the car and sees her talking with this Hollywood guy and gets super territorial of her. Mm-hmm. He's like pulling her into his side and giving the host like the firmest handshake ever. <laughs> the, the host is like, ow, like, what is happening? <laughs> well, you know, his soft hands, he can't handle that. And he's making everyone uncomfortable with what he's saying. So right. Bethany pulls Wes aside and is just like, what are you, what are you doing? And he's like, how would you feel if you pulled up and I and you saw me chatting with like a hot hostess? Yeah, yeah. a female host. And she was like, oh, not great. And he's like, tell me you're not interested in him. Tell me now. Tell me now. <laughs> and she's like, oh, fine, I'm not interested in him. <laughs> and their convo turns into kind of like a sexy talk. Mm-hmm. And they're face to face and things are getting heated. And I'm like, let's just do it right now against the gross house. Yeah. Like, screw it. But then they Get- hear a noise mm-hmm. and turn and it's the camera crew filming their interaction. Their interaction. Yeah. So now they know there's something going on between Wes and Bethany, even oh, though she might not want to admit it yet. people can sniff out some drama. Oh, yeah. If anything, they're going to at least piece it together in editing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
They get them inside for filming. They're on a tight schedule, so they hand Bethany a sledgehammer <laughs> and tell her they want to film her knocking down a wall. And now this is her first time doing this. And because she's a perfectionist, she spirals into a panic immediately. And she basically has stage fright. She's terrified of people thinking she's not perfect again and the whole... Well, for one, she couldn't even figure out which wall to hit first. So she had to look to Wes to be like, which wall should I... And he's like, I marked all the weight-bearing walls. Mm-hmm. This one is the one you should knock down. Right. And he even comes over because he sees that she's stressed out out about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he gives her a cute little pep talk, tells her she can do this. He even tells her, like, your brother has messed up so many times. And she found a lot of comfort in that. I think that I would find comfort in that as well. Yeah. And so he tells her that if she can get this thing done, the camera crew's going to leave and it'll just be the two of them working on the house. This gives her the courage. She winds up and just sends that sledgehammer through the wall and she's Mm -hmm. so proud and she looks to Wes and he's so proud of her. The camera crew leaves and they spend the rest of the day still going through the demo process. And Wes is like sweetly showing her how to do certain things. Mm-hmm. But then towards the end of the day, his babysitter calls and tells him that she can't pick up his niece, Laura, from school because she has some sort of family emergency. And so Wes has to duck out of work a little early to go get her. And so he's in line at the school. <laughs> this made me laugh. To <laughs> pick Laura up. And Laura comes out. And again, Laura has been worried about making friends. She's very self-conscious about making friends. And mm-hmm. so when he sees her coming out, giggling with two other girls, he's happy for her. Mm-hmm. But then Laura runs up and is just like, can my two friends come over tonight? <laughs> please (laughs) and he tries to be like well I'm sure their moms have other plans for them and then the mom just is like the mom is like works for me and she like (laughs) essentially puts the girls in his car and is like have a good time well at first even the mom is just like oh just for like an hour and then by the end of the conversation she's like I'll pick him up after dinner (laughs) yeah he was like what like he's a first time like father figure parent right to one child now he has three he has no idea what to do when he gets home the girls run in and he's just like panicked Mm -hmm. so he calls Bethany and she tells him like fine I'll come over and help you but Mm -hmm. she's also nervous right because she doesn't have a lot of experience with kids but she has experience being a party planner essentially so she kind of knows what to do as far as to keep them entertained yeah so she walks in the little girls are excited she's there something to do and she tells them that they can have a tea party she tells him to go round up some dolls and stuffed animals. And while she's getting the tea ready, Wes says something that makes her snort laugh and she's immediately embarrassed. And she's like, I've got to stop giving you material to make fun of me with. And he stops and is like, am I making fun of you or am I just riling you up because that's the only way you'll notice me? And she's like, that's not true. But it got her thinking. Yeah. And he stops again and he's just like, you don't know how special you are, do you? And she's like, I know you're not interested in me because of the comments you've made about our age difference. And then that sets him back a little bit. Yeah. He's like, the age difference is not matter to me and then he calls her a masterpiece he's like bethany you're a masterpiece Mm -hmm. and she's like what i mean has any guy ever called you a masterpiece and if if so how did you react i don't think the word masterpiece has been used (laughs) (laughs) but i did have one guy in college of course you did (laughs) who would write like paragraphs to me really like love notes just to be like you're so amazing <laughs> and I'd be did like, you like it no but mm. I didn't really like him I think that's the <laughs> problem so if you really liked him would you have found it romantic is the word masterpiece still being used sure why not <sighs> probably I mean I feel like if you love somebody like whatever they say you're like but if a guy I just met was like you're a masterpiece <laughs> <laughs> well if he says it like that <laughs> Probably creepier than he said it. I guess if like a hot cowboy was like, you're a masterpiece, I'd be like, okay. (laughs) Okay, that's true. Wouldn't you? Well, yeah. (laughs) 
but then he pushes her up against the counter, ready to just like lay one on her when the girls come running back, ready mm-hmm. for the tea party. Later that night, Wes and Bethany are putting Laura to bed after the girls leave. Laura looks at Wes and says that she loves him. And Bethany can see the shock on his face. Mm-hmm. Wes tells his little niece, you know, I love you too. At this point, I don't know how her panties haven't melted off. Like at that, <laughs> that alone would have been like, oh my God, swoon, swoon. Yeah. And then when they leave the room, Wes tells Bethany that's the first time anyone has ever said that to him. Isn't that crazy? He's never heard I love you before. Because we also know that. Just jump him now. I know. (laughs) He grew up in the foster system. Right. And so it's just like, oh my God, just get that dong out. No. I don't know how this didn't soften her to like nothing at this point. Oh, yeah. But she still has a little guard up a little bit, don't you think? Yeah, it's crazy. I know. And so he grabs a beer for them and Mm -hmm. they walk outside to the backyard and he tells her about his childhood Mm -hmm. in the foster system. And she's surprised to hear about this history. And now I'm not quite sure how this happened because I think I was excited for some sex, but... (laughs) All of a sudden, before I know it, he's kissing her and she's liking it. And the kiss is soft and sweet. Mm-hmm. But then he and like then it's walks. Not. <laughs> and he walks her against the side of the house, picks her up, and she again has her legs wrapped around him. And he starts with some dirty talk. He's like, Don't you want me to suck on those sweet nips, baby? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah. She's like, They're so pretty, too. And she's like, Oh, these pretty things. <laughs> and so he gets after it and with some sucking and twirling. <laughs> Some nipple loving. <laughs> nipple. <laughs> How would you say some nipple loving? Give me your best. I can't now. I can't. I can't. You're right. It was good. It was great. It was good. Okay. After some nipple loving, <laughs> vigorous nipple play, <laughs> and some friction downstairs against right. those cowboy jeans. Mm-hmm. She just like comes in his arms. After that, he kind of like walks her out, and she's just like, she's like, but don't you want me to do that for you? Yeah, and he's like, the reason he doesn't want her to is because she's constantly worried like this is going to be all he wants. Right? Yeah. And then he's like, no, that means you don't trust me. Yeah. And then he just like sits on her way and she's wobbling like Gumby. She's just like mm-hmm. trying to get to the car. And then the next day they're at the job site. They're both annoyed by the camera crew, but they're trying to focus on the house. They're starting to like get there. They're starting to reframe the house. In the middle of the day, Wes gets a call from his sister. Again, he hasn't heard from her in over a month. Right. Like he's tried to call and she just won't answer the phone. So this is the first time they've talked. Yeah. And he's <laughs> had her for a month. Lori's had Laura for a month. Right. She tells him that she's in town at the train station and she needs him to pick her up mm-hmm. and he's like where's your car and she's like oh I had to sell it right so that makes him think okay maybe she's using again yeah she does have a drug problem but he tells her that he'll go pick her up mm-hmm. but also his first instinct is that he's so protective over Laura now and he doesn't want her to get hurt so he tells Bethany about his sister and it's talking out about how he's going to get Laura from school and how this is all going to go today and Bethany steps in and she's like nope I'll pick up Laura and I'll hang out with her until you need me to. And on his way out, before he can even think, he just leans over and gives her a kiss. Mm -hmm. And on his way out, he's like, I can't even imagine leaving at this point because his whole plan initially was to come watch Laura until his sister got back and then he would go back to Texas. And he's like, man, she's back. I can't imagine leaving. So fast forward a little bit. Bethany is hanging out with Laura at home Mm -hmm. and they're just kind of relaxing and watching QVC together and Mm -hmm. she feels happy and comfortable and she she likes this. 
Mm-hmm. And then she hears a car pull up outside and she knows it's not Wes's truck. And so she looks out the window and she sees a woman who resembles Laura mm-hmm. and immediately knows that it's her mom. But then she sees this woman kind of hobble out of the car and try to walk up to the door. And she also notices Wes isn't there. So something's wrong. Yeah. So she quietly slips outside and asks her what she's doing here. And <laughs> But the lady's also like, who are you? You're in my house. Yeah. And she's like, well, let's just wait for Wes to get back before we do anything. And she had also secretly texted Wes really quickly to say that his sister was at the house. Mm-hmm. And the sister keeps trying to get into her house to see her daughter, but she's clearly on something. Right. She's Something's not right. So she's just trying to delay. The sister starts to put up a little bit of a fight to try to get in. And then mm-hmm. Wes comes barreling down the road towards them. Mm-hmm. And so Bethany goes back inside to distract Laura while Wes and his sister have a conversation. And he is very sweet and patient with her. But ultimately, he tells her that, you know, you don't want your child to see you like this. Mm-hmm. And when she gets herself back together, she can come back. And the mom was just like, I just feel like I've been such a bad mom leaving her for this long. And so I just felt like I needed to come get her. Yeah. But he tells her, you know, how about I file for temporary guardianship of Mm -hmm. Laura until you're ready to come back? And they agree this could give Laura some of that extra stability that they didn't have when they were growing up. So it did end on a good note. And after his sister leaves, he walks inside and Laura jumps on him, just so happy that he's home. Mm -hmm. That in combination with Bethany being there and talking with him, it just makes him feel so much better. Because all he's ever really wanted was just to feel like he belongs and feel needed. And so he finally has that with Laura. Yeah. So he tells Bethany that he's going to apply to be her guardian and that he's here to stay Mm -hmm. and that there's no way he could ever leave now. So he looks at her and he's like, girl, rewrite your fantasies. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think of me as a one night stand. Think of me as someone in your bed every night. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, already done that. After that, Bethany stops by her friend Rosie's restaurant and she just can't get out of her head. But she also knows she's like, I don't even want to be here. I want to be back with hanging out with Laura and Wes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she just can't stop thinking about him. But then she also starts to doubt herself. And she's like, what would people think? I mean, we're seven years apart. Mm -hmm. What if he finds out all of my flaws? Like, she's like, I can't even love myself. How could he love me? And the list goes on and on for all of her insecurities. Over the next few days, Bethany has just been pushing Wes away. And I think it's also crazy because she can't be real with her friends. And so her friends can't even talk her down because they just assume she's so perfect and she has it all together. She has nobody to really just like level set her expectations. She's not open with anybody. So she kind of just pushes him away. When he's working, he sees her across the yard carrying a giant ladder Mm -hmm. and he walks over and is like what are you doing with that and she's like oh i'm gonna redo the roof (laughs) and he's like absolutely not Mm -hmm. you are in no way trained to do that and it's just not safe she's like oh i've seen people do it i'm like like, it's a little different seeing it and doing it are two different things And so they get into a little bit of a tiff in front of the cameras. Mm-hmm. And she stands her ground and is like, you can't tell me what to do if I fire you. She fires him. She fires him. I was him. like, come on. Dramatic. A little. He just walks away. I mean, right. that night he's nursing his feelings over a couple beers. Mm-hmm. And he's just confused more than anything. But he also blames himself because he knows that he pushed her. I disagree, but okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, stop making excuses for her. She overreacted. <laughs> I know. Around the same time, Stephen walks into the bar. He's like, hey, my sister just texted me and asked if a staple gun is waterproof. Mm -hmm. So, like, is everything okay with you guys? And he's just like... (laughs) Women. (laughs) (laughs) So he's, like, worried for her safety. Mm -hmm. And so he jumps up. More so than her brother. (laughs) Yeah. Her brother's like, oh. (laughs) Wes heads over back to the flip house. Mm -hmm. Is flip house the right term? Am I just not doing this right? Well... (sighs) 
I thought it was a house flip. I always think like you're flipping a house. Well, right. You say flipping a house, but then house flip. It's not flip house, is it? it doesn't even, <laughs> even you could tell it doesn't sound right. <laughs> oh, well, flip house it is. Okay. And when he pulls up to the house, he sees Bethany on the roof. It's raining. In the rain. It is mm-hmm. pouring rain. And she's like, what? <laughs> and he is there just in time to watch her lose her balance on the roof. She loses her balance because he's like, hey. <laughs> And then she's like, whoa. And then she just like starts sliding down she the roof. She falls down the roof. Yeah. And at she, the last second, she grabs the gutter. Mm-hmm. But she's like screaming, hanging from the gutter. <laughs> right. He's just like, let go. I'll catch you. And she's like, no. But he's like, trust me. And she does. I'm and like, what are your options right now? <laughs> <laughs> Stay up there forever. Or you trust the guy who's going to catch you. <laughs> he does catch her. Mm-hmm. And he just like carries her inside out of the rain. And he tells her that no matter how many times she gets mad at him, no matter how many times she tries to fire him he's going to keep coming back for her yeah he's like it's me and you now like we're in this together mm-hmm. and her heart is like bursting out of her body basically <laughs> and before she knows it he's kissing her with like full passion mm-hmm. and she's so turned on by him she looks like a mess rain and all and she right. doesn't even care because they went inside the house yeah mm-hmm. she's like mm, i like where this is going mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. just drops to her knees and gets to work <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, of course, you know... He does a little finger dance in her. <laughs> <laughs> little, I, I like two-step. <laughs> when she's on her knees, she, like, pulls his dick out, and she's just like, your dick is too big for these tight pants. And I was like, really? <laughs> they zip, don't they? Right. <laughs> it's not like the Wranglers are bursting at the seams. <laughs> so, yeah, she just... <laughs> I can't so say So, after it. she's done giving him uh, some, what, oral pleasure... <laughs> He was like, no, we're not done yet. And then he like pulls her into his lap and she like Winnie the Poo's it, no bottoms, <laughs> and then starts to finger her. <laughs> little, little finger dance, little two finger two step. <laughs> Is that like a Texan thing? Like, I just, made a Texas joke. Uh, <laughs> you didn't like it? <laughs> a little finger two a little. step. <laughs> so the next day. gonna breathe on past his orgasms yeah the next day Wes is hanging out with Laura and he sees he has a voicemail on his phone mm-hmm. and it's from his sister and she tells him that she's been thinking about it and she thinks it would be a good idea for him to be the guardian of Laura at least for the time being and also she's like I do need the money from the house you guys are in so I need to sell the house so a few days later he decides to take Laura to the job site because she had a half day at school and has been wanting to see their house but he tells her don't touch anything but I Again, she's five years old. So she's kind of walking around and she just goes, oh, what's this? And mm-hmm. she puts her little kid hand on a piece of plywood that is a nail sticking out. Ooh. Or not a nail, but like a... Splinter. A, sh- a sharp thing sticking out. <laughs> and she... Okay. <laughs> regular HGTV gal over here. <laughs> and she immediately screams and starts to cry. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time Wes has dealt with her being injured. Right. And he does not handle it well. This sends Wes into a frenzy. You would have thought she just had her legs chopped off <laughs> by his reaction. He was like... But she's never bled around him. He was like looking around in a panic like, does she need a blood transfusion? (laughs) And he's like, can they use my blood? 
But then Bethany's like, there's a first aid kit out in your truck and they just put some new sport on it and she's fine. Right. <laughs> but his reaction was pretty funny. A little bit later, Bethany is getting ready to host another Just Us League meeting. Mm-hmm. She can even tell that she's a little bit different, right? So she's not in her head as much about making everything perfect like she always is. Mm-hmm. Like she's just putting the flowers in the vase and not... Not caring that they're exactly perfect. Yeah, yeah. she puts an outfit on that she is just comfortable in and she mm-hmm. likes it and she feels good in it. At the meeting, she even opens up to the girls a little bit and tells them about Wes. Mm-hmm. And after the meeting, Bethany goes over to Wes's house, breaks him out of his thoughts because he's just been deep in some guardianship research and now he has to find a new place to live. Yeah, she shows up at his window, right? Yeah, she's a little bit drunk <laughs> because she had some champagne at the Just Us League. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she like knocks on his window and like sneaks in. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I didn't want to wake up Laura. He's like, the, fr- the front door is always okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But they talk for a minute, but they both know what they really want. She even asks for it. She's like, Wes, I want you to bang me hard. (laughs) And he's like, okay. (laughs) So he like drags off her panties, starts licking her up, and then pushes his giant dong in her, and she just loves it. (laughs) Then they just ride it out together. (laughs) And then she snuggles up into him and falls asleep, and he whispers that he loves her. Very sweet. Mm -hmm. So the house they're flipping seems to be almost done. They've got some people working outside of the landscaping and the camera crew is there doing some filming. And while nobody's looking, Wes and Bethany sneak off for a quickie in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And it was hot. Again, with some dirty talk. (laughs) And I was like, whoa. (laughs) And after they both finish, Mm -hmm. she wants to tell him that she loves him. But instead, she tells him that she thinks him and Laura should move in with her Mm -hmm. since she knows they need a place to live. And but I think she starts to get in her head and get insecure again. And she's like, but like a business arrangement. He's like, what? You're going to tell me it's like a business arrangement after I just had my dong inside you and you loved it? She's like so confused. And it's dark so he can't see her face. But whenever he opens the door to leave, he Mm -hmm. looks back at her and she's just like crushed. Mm -hmm. And she tells him, like, I didn't mean it like that. I I don't want it to be like a business arrangement. He's like, it's just hard for her to transition out of how she's always been. But he's like, okay, like I can work with this. Mm -hmm. You just have to be open with me. Mm -hmm. But the next day he meets with his sister at the courthouse and they sign the papers that make Wes Laura's official guardian. Mm -hmm. And they pack up a few bags and start to head over to Bethany's. But he's looking at Laura in the mirror and he can tell something something's bothering her. So they take a little detour and stop at an ice cream shop. He does get her to open up a little bit about her feelings and little Laura says she just feels guilty about being happy because she doesn't want her mom to feel bad. Mm-hmm. And she also says, you know, like, I don't want my mom really to come back. I like to live with you. And they have a really sweet conversation and it does make Laura feel a little, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Then they finish up their ice cream and head on over to Bethany's. And when they get there, Bethany shows Laura her new room and she's so excited. Aww. And you can tell that Bethany is a little nervous about having a kid around. I mean, kids are messy and Bethany is like the opposite of messy. Yeah, but you can also tell that she's like starting to adjust a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's loosening up. That night after they put Laura to bed, Wes sneaks into her room for some loving. (laughs) And some loving does he get... I do want to point out that during this bang session, it says that she curved the tops of her feet around his knees and worked him like a pogo stick. (laughs) I was like, okay. 
So the next day, while they're finishing up some things at the house, Wes gets a call from child services and they say that they're going to have someone stop by tonight to check out the living situation. And if it all goes well, his guardianship is well on the way to being approved. So Bethany spends a good part of the rest of the day making the house perfect for their visitor. And they're supposed to just go about their normal day while this woman kind of watches them around the house and looks around the house. But then at the end of the night, the lady pulls Bethany and Wes aside and she tells them that the house does not seem like it's set up for children. Mm -hmm. And she even says that she finds the house to be cold and she leaves and Bethany immediately like retreats inside of herself. I mean, this is like her biggest fear. Right. Because she mentioned how all her past boyfriends basically said that's the reason they don't want to be with her, that she's kind of cold. Yeah. And Wes can even tell that she's shut down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Bethany, I think, just feels really bad. And she tells him that she feels like that she ruined his chances and that they would just be better off without her. And he is at his breaking point, it seems like. He's exhausted. Yeah. And he's just like... Because every time she has a mental breakdown, he's the one that's like piecing her back together. And eventually he's just like, look, I got a lot on my plate too. <laughs> yeah, he tells her he's been trying to be strong for both of them, but right. sometimes he needs help being strong and he needs her help right now. Mm-hmm. But she just pushes him away and mm-hmm. tells her that they're better off without her and that. And he's just like, you know, we'll be gone in the morning. And she couldn't sleep that night. So she sneaks away to the house to finish decorating. But the filming of the finale is almost here. Mm-hmm. And when she gets there, she just feels so overwhelmed. She can't do it alone. Mm -hmm. And so for the first time, she calls someone and asks for help. She called her sister and her sister is like, um, is this Bethany asking for help? Like (laughs) she's like, you've never asked for help before. But her sister rounds up some other people and they all show up at the house and they all as a huge team work with her to get it all done. Mm hmm. And when they were done, she thanked them and she just kind of confesses to them that her whole life she's been trying to be perfect and she's been struggling with this for a long time. And they're like, oh, you're human. Welcome. (laughs) And they were really supportive of her. Mm -hmm. And she looks around the house and she's really proud of it. But it's just not the same because Wes isn't there to share it with her. Mm -hmm. And she realizes that she doesn't even care who wins this show competition with her and her brother because she's already lost what really matters. Yeah. That hot bull rider. (laughs) And so that same morning, Wes is waking up with Laura and he feels so bad about their fight last night and he wished he would have handled it differently. But I disagree. I know. (laughs) I thought he, he, yeah. I think he's handled everything really well. Like at some point I'm like, Bethany, you got to give a little. Yeah. But Laura is just the sweetest kid ever. Mm -hmm. And she tells him that she has show and tell on Monday. And he's like, oh, what are you bringing? And she tells him that she's bringing one Bethany's candles because it smells like her. And then she goes, I like everything about Bethany. And he's like, I do too. And she says that she knows she already has a mom, but it would be cool to have two. Mm -hmm. And she tells him that she wants Bethany to be her other mom. Wow. Which is really cute. Yeah. That's heavy. That's heavy. (laughs) But today is the day where they are filming the finale of Flip Off. And first, Bethany goes over to Stephen's flip and walks through it. And she is in awe. I mean, it's beautiful. She loves it. And then Stephen walks through her flip. And Wes is just nowhere to be found. And she's super sad, but she's just powering through. And the host and people are trying to build up excitement because they're going to announce the winner. They announce that Stephen is the winner. And people are cheering, but Stephen stops everyone and is like, no, Bethany is the clear winner. Like, who are your judges? She's right. the clear winner. He tells them that her flip is stunning and she started with a home that was way worse than his starting place. Mm-hmm. And he also says that he just copied the staging that she did for one of his previous flips. And he's just like, no, Bethany is the winner. Mm-hmm. And that was really sweet. And Bethany is thanking him and kind of expressing herself 
for the first time, really in front of her entire family. She tells him that this win was important to her and she's proud of it, but Wes was more important. And even though they aren't together still, she loved him so much. Mm -hmm. And at that time, Wes (laughs) parts the crowd (laughs) and comes up to her. And he reminds her, he's like, remember that promise I made about always coming back? And she's like, mm. <laughs> they're like, smoochie. <laughs> and they make up. And then he also proposes. Which is bonkers to me. It's a little quick. Mm-hmm. It's been what? A couple weeks? Three weeks, maybe? Mm-hmm. Week and a half? But I don't like, know. I'm in it. Let's just do it. Sure. Why not? Why not? No sure. rules. <laughs> and then we have an epilogue, which is eight months later. Mm-hmm. And in the past eight months, Wes and Bethany have gotten married. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and they moved into that house they flipped together for oh, a fresh start. Right. Which is cute. But now their whole family is at Laura's kindergarten graduation. Did you have a kindergarten graduation? Uh, no. That was not a thing. That's not a thing. It wasn't it a thing. It should not be a thing. It wasn't for me when I was a kid. I think you know what new. they do in kindergarten? Draw. Right. Color. And, and take a nap. I mean, <laughs> you don't need a graduation for that. Congratulations. Like, you you did the minimal. See, the kids in their little gowns are pretty cute. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> I just think it's a new thing. Anyways, they take up the whole first row mm-hmm. of this kindergarten graduation. Laura's mother is also there. It seems like she started to shape up a little bit. But then at the graduation, again, they have the whole first row and the whole family's just like cheering wildly for her. And that little girl is just so loved and it's right. really, really sweet. And that's, that's awesome. the end. Yay. What did you think? I thought it was a cute book. I really liked Wes. Definitely was uh, Team Wes versus Team Bethany. She was a pill. I'm sorry. She was a straight up pill to me. I almost didn't like her until like chapter 16. See, I feel like I related to her a little bit more than you did. Right. Which I was like, this seems like a a more intense version of Kristen when I was reading it, which I I assumed you would like her a little more. But to (laughs) me, I was just like... Oh my God. Like, she was a lot. I can't imagine just being her. Like, that's exhausting to constantly yeah. worry what people think. You know, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. But Wes, <laughs> dreamboat, hubba hubba. I know. Yeah, he was amazing. 23 bull rider. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, I liked it too. I mean, I thought it was a cute story, but I, I read the whole series, the whole series, the three book series, <laughs> and I loved every single book. And right, so, right. and again, I related more to Bethany a little bit. Again, not as much. Right. But I get the whole like wanting things to look great when you're hosting. And mm-hmm. I feel that same way. Because Kristen hosts like everything we do, like any kind of dinner party we have or, you know, friend get together. You're always the one hosting. So, yeah. And it's always perfect. Like everything looks amazing. Stop it. You know. <laughs> but I do enjoy doing that. But I'm right. not as in my head about mm-hmm. what do you think? I'm just like, isn't it great? <laughs> it's you're <true>. welcome. <laughs> Just like when you think you can sing and you're like, I'm amazing. <laughs> like, look at this cheese blade. <laughs> you're all welcome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I also, I love Wes. He was just so sweet. He was a great father figure for Laura. Right. She was super cute. For being 23, I think the reason he was so mature was because he was in foster care. He had a hard upbringing. So yeah, he's dealt with a lot more. I like Which to, to me made Bethany just seem like a brat where I'm just I like, come on, girl. <laughs> He, yeah. Tighten up. But I did love the whole like HGTV aspect. I liked the competition. Right. Throughout all the books, I didn't love Steven and Kristen. Right. I can't let that go. Right. They sound awful. Don't I, they? I can't I can't let it go. Right. Yeah. Kristen ends up being pregnant and she wanted to announce the pregnancy at the wedding. Oh my god. Right. Like what who does psycho. that? Yeah. 
psycho. I didn't love them, but I did love Bethany West's story. I thought I it did. was really cute. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely recommend all three books. Okay. That was our book this week. Next week, we're going to be doing Stuck Up Suit by Vi Keeland and Penelope Ward. Ooh. Have you read anything by them before? I don't think so. You okay. have. I have. You read yeah. Hate Notes. Really liked Hate you Notes. You that, right? It was a really good story, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.